Hey guys, and welcome to a new episode of Broad Street to Britain, a UK Phillies podcast. Not one, but two episodes this week. Ah, I know, we're spoiling you all. Uh, And of course, it's an emergency pod because Didi Gregorius is back. Two years, 18 mil, and we'll get into that very shortly. But I am joined by not one, but two guests. And uh, it's great to have, first of all, Ryan Owens back on. It's been, I think it's been a year since you were last on. Ryan, great to have you back. And how are you? Pleasure. A pleasure. For, for the first time in my life, I've been doing some actual work. Um, and so life has caught up with me. However, the baseball season is close. And so here I am. Can't wait. Yes. Great to have you back, Ryan. And we are joined by Richard Weaver, actually on the first ever podcast we did, because I think it was opening day and you were out there. Uh, what, 2018 opening day you were out there? 2019. 2019. That's right. That's right. Yeah. The uh, 2019. God, that feels like a, it feels like ages ago. It well, in baseball terms, it's not that long ago at all. Of course. No, that's it's only it's only one and a bit season ago. That well, yeah. But, I mean, this current year feels like it's gone on forever, and 2019 feels like feels like a lifetime ago. Uh, Rich, how are you, mate? Okay. Yeah, I'm good. I'm really good. Let's uh, that's that's good. Let's let's get into it. So. As we may have seen, Diddy is back. Two years, eighteen million pounds. Uh, yeah, okay, good deal. It's better than the better than the, the thirty million that was first rumored to be to be out there. Ryan, sorry, twenty eight million pounds for two years. I think I got that wrong. So twenty eight pound, twenty eight million pound, two years. Ryan, excited? Great to have him back. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I'm not sure the Phillies had too many options. Um, with where they went with this free agency. And, and it's either pay the players to come in and, and make sure that the team's at the very least competitive and, and within the variance of perhaps getting a wild card spot and, and challenging, or don't pay them. And basically that is throwing in the towel and saying we're the Detroit Tigers and we don't care about baseball anymore, um, yeah. which they can't do. They, they, they can't do that at this moment. Um, Gregorius, left-handed bat, got power, um, I think over the course of a full season, the power could show quite nicely in at Citizens Bank Park because it should work for him with a good fly ball percentage, um, makes good contact, knows Girardi. I think it made sense, didn't it? It, it did. And two years, so one year. And then if the date DH does come in in 2022, it's not a bad DH option as well to have for that second year. All the option of even moving him to second or third base as well. Rich, your reaction when you saw that news come in? Happy? Are we? This is this is starting to take shape quite nicely now. Yeah, it's been a good week. Uh, we've, they've made us wait uh, a long, uh, <laughs> a long, long, long winter uh, in order to get probably the two big signings. And, and in a way, it's easy to think that signing players that you had last season is a bit of an anticlimax. But I, for me, they're 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 really important pieces. Partly because of the players that we know that they are that we've seen over the last couple of years. Partly because of the lack of um, alternatives out there. Certainly at catcher, 
Um, and then when we saw all the moves uh, for uh, free agent shortstops going uh, going through this week, it kind of Phillies were left with Didi or bust. Yeah. Um, and uh, and I think um, for that reason alone, I think it's uh, it, it's it's really great news. I think th- th- we've got to remember last season, although we finished below five hundred, the offense was good. The offense was strong, uh, and having uh you know a couple of key pieces of that especially obviously offensively jt uh back in back in the in the team that continuity uh i think bodes well going into uh into uh, 2021 i think the the uh what remains to be seen is where this leaves the phillies in terms of salary uh, and what what they've got left in them in terms of moves cuz cuz clearly there are you know signing the players that we know is great, but we also all recognise that there's certain gaps in that in that team that that, that still need a, a fill if we're going to be truly competitive. Absolutely. Going on that offence, I've got the stats here. Um, because there's a lot of people on Twitter and a lot of people, Mr. Mr. Marlins UK, Pete Pratt, going, oh, the Phillies are just spending 50 million excess to get back to where they were last season. Well, Pete, let me tell you, the Phillies were eighth on average last year, seventh in RBIs, fifth in runs, Third best on base percentage. Diddy and JT, as Richard just said, were crucial to sign back. The offense is good. It's competitive. The wor- Having the worst bullpen in history is the thing that just crucified us. As- uh, not only blowing leads, but blowing big leads. We-, we threw away some incredible leads last season. And to be honest with you, the offense did tail off in the last season. But if you're playing with that bullpen day in, day out, your morale drops, your confidence goes, and you know any lead you build up is not safe. That bit, that bullpen has now improved. The offense has stayed the same. I would say, again, Richard, saying the holes there. Ryan, w- would you make any moves on that outfield? Because Kutch is another year older. You know, left field, a little bit of concern. Center field, Quinn's a bit of you know, an injury liability a little bit. Hazley... Still a bit of a question mark whether he can make that next step step up. Would you make a move for centre fielder, or would you now just focus purely on that pitching? Um, I think Rich touches on a good point in in the the question is I'm not sure they have too much flexibility to to, to do that. Um, so it might be a moot point, unfortunately. And it's easy to get excited about trades and sort of dream up what you would like to happen in an ideal world. But oh, that was coming I, <laughs> I have a little bit of a feeling that this might be what we're going into the season with. And, and that's not me being negative. It's just realistic. And I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. I, I kind of, I'll, I agree with you. I like where the offense is at. Um, I think the, the key cog personally is how... How does Alec Baum do in his second, well, sort of yeah. second season, but first full season? Because that is a bat that's going in the heart of the lineup, probably hitting out the two hole. And if he is what we think he is, and he can be anything close to what he was last season, then I think the offense is in a good place. Um, yeah. The bullpen you mentioned. 
has improved. It, it seems to have improved on paper. The, there's, they've certainly sort of bulked up on these power arms that get a lot of strikeouts, yeah. which excites me for fantasy baseball purposes. But <laughs> um, we'll see whether those guys can sort of control their stuff and, and actually get the outs that they need to get as well as the strikeouts. Um, and it's probably probably just the last two rotation positions that, that unsettle yeah. people isn't it and you know um that's yeah. the thing that would sort of give me a few sleepless nights heading into the season <laughs> yeah you know the, the addition of Matt Moore doesn't really help me sleep at night <laughs> you know <laughs> you know Ivan Nova or Moore could be that fifth starter uh I don't know there's a lot of, there's still question marks in the bullpen Alvarado's shoulder let's hope it holds out because if it does that could be a really good addition. Uh, Coonrod and Co. and what the other five, six pitchers they got in the offseason that can throw over 100. I think they've just literally got everyone they can who Caleb believes he can turn around. And even, even if we can get two, three of those r- relief pitchers molded nicely, sort the command issues out, th- that's good. You know, three out of eight, nine definitely helps. Um Rich, Brogdon, Coonrod, Bradley, Alvarado, Jojo, Neris, um, Archie Bradley. On paper, that bullpen, and Suarez and Jones, of course, that bullpen already fills me with a lot more confidence than seeing Brandon Workman last last year and co. Yeah, I look, I, I think it's always a dangerous game saying things couldn't possibly be any worse. Um, <laughs> True. But the... <laughs> The, the law of averages and the, and the history of baseball suggests that it, it really would be hard to get much worse. Um, I, I think um, on paper, it's a, it's a stronger pen. I think um, we will have to wait and see what are the reliable arms. And I, and I suspect what will happen that there has been, you know, a lot of names have been brought in. A lot of them are power throwers. And, and as, uh, as Ryan says, it, it, it's all about which ones are able to control that uh, and and deliver. Um, I, I I I I do feel that pitching is is still the area that if there were to be another move uh, that they would want to make. I, I think we've got you know um, the, the makings of a, a more competitive bullpen, especially the back end of the bullpen. I think um, Archie Bradley is going to bring. Uh, definitely a, 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 some reliability uh, into that. If yeah. if Neris has a has a decent season, we, we've got to remember last year as well. Not only was it historically bad, but it was also a sixty game season. So you made the point about you know you you lose a couple of blow a couple of big leads and it gets morale down. Well, it does, but they're also two and a half times as important as they would be in a hundred and sixty two game season. So so uh, you know the, the Phillies bullpen will blow leads this year. We know that every bullpen in baseball is going to blow leads this year. Uh, what we need is to have a, a just for it to not be every other game. Yeah, uh, as as a as a fan, you just don't want to see uh, Girardi look at the bullpen phone and put your head in your hands and think, "Here we go," because that was yeah. the the yeah. the. The, the most soul-destroying aspect of last year is just it was just kept happening and kept yeah. happening. Yep. And I, I, do, I do feel that although there will be some ups and downs with the new names, that, that we, we've got much longer to find reliability and work out what the best, you know, 
got time to figure out how to use that bullpen. Because again, in a short season, I'm not sure um, that that the, the, the Joe Girardi ever figured out exactly um, the best way to use them. No, agreed, agreed. It, it didn't help as well. Our starters not been able to go five, six innings half the time. Really, that that was a big, big problem, and a, and a quite a problem that I didn't actually think we'd have to face. I thought Wheeler, Nola, Eflin could get us through seven half the time, but they didn't. And then it was more wear and tear on the bullpen. The guys we brought in, David Phelps was a big surprise to me last season. I thought him coming in with a yeah. good ERA coming from the Brewers. <laughs> it's just, it's like he got straight in our pen and just literally followed suit with all the other bullpen players. Just, just couldn't do it. Um, but you're right. Longer to work it out. What It'd be good to have for once, because last two seasons we haven't really had it. It'd be good to have a, a number, um, uh, 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 lost my words, because to have a, a, a number seven inning, eight inning, and nine inning pitchers to come in. Reliable. Have your same three, four guys in. Have that consistency. Because we haven't had that in so long. Because like you said, Dryder's been trying to work out work out his bullpen and it, everyone keeps letting him down. Go on, Ron. I, th- I think as well that one of the things to point is that baseball is changing a little bit. And I think the Phillies know that while what you're talking about is ideal, they, they probably know that the era of having three or four guys in your rotation that are going to consistently go six to eight innings is kind of over. Um, and that is why it is so important to invest in a good bullpen and and to have a whole bunch of guys at AAA and, and AA that are capable of making the leap. And uh, I, I do like, I mean, I'm just looking, obviously, they, they have Howard that might start the season in AAA. Um, they will be leaning on him this season. I don't know how close they think Adonis Medina is um, to pitching, um, but I, I genuinely believe that Damon Jones, uh, Ramon Rosso, they've they've oh, actually Rosso, picked yeah. up um, David Palino as well, who who was drafted by Houston, I believe, um, and has had a rough time with injuries, but again, um, was quite a good prospect if slightly sort of overaged, and and he's the sort of guy that could come in and. The more guys that you have that could that could come in when injuries hit and give you two, three innings of, of good, um, solid um, pitching, I think it's huge. Um, and so yeah. hopefully the Phillies are, are moving towards that sort of Dodger model now of having a lot more than just six guys that they can depend on. Cause yeah, and it wasn't even that basically. last season. No, that, yeah. That's a good point you make there. We The... the course no double a no triple a last season that really hurt because then we were bringing in pitchers from the complete cold from the alternative site who had just been doing warm-ups amongst themselves you know no games came in cold uh yeah it, it helped you know brogdon came in yeah he did he did a good job um i like brogdon that, I like that's what Brog- i'm excited and about Joe. yeah his, his numbers look good he's an exciting guy and he's he's probably the one in there that you look at and you think that's not just strikeout stuff. That's that's effective, um, controlled, very talented pitcher. So I oh, think he's a he's a real um he's a real boon in this bullpen. And it does on paper. You're right. It does look a lot more solid. And we, we've just got to sort of hope that <laughs> it's not just on paper. <laughs> yeah, please. This time I can't I can't go through another two. What we've just been for the last two years, Richard. The rotation, as we've just touched on, it's a solid front three. Nola, Wheeler, uh, and, and Eflin. And I'm confident Eflin could even make another step up under Caleb. And then we get to the fourth yep. and fifth slots. Now, oh boy, Vince. 
Vince is uh, Vince is still there. I'm hoping we use it. As I said in the last part, I hope we use him in the bullpen. We cannot keep putting him starting because it's just, it's a disaster. That project is over. Done. Put him in the bullpen. Let's get one, two fire innings out of him. That leaves us with Spencer Howard. Um, well, let's see if, again, Caleb, who's a brilliant pitching coach, can get the best out of him. And then Nova, possibly Suarez, if I want to go for a lefty. Um, more, what do you reckon, Richard? What would you do with the Phillies rotation? Uh, so I, I, I think a lot will depend on how Spencer Howard looks in spring training. Uh, clearly, he uh, everyone was very excited about Howard as a prospect, and then last year, out of the blue, he sort of came up, uh, and was expected to to slot in as a number four starter in a very odd season, mm-hmm. and not given the build time that I think um, uh, the the Philly staff would have wanted him to have. He performed okay, but you've got to cut him some slack in in his in what would have effectively been you know a couple of months at the end of a season yeah. normally where he was allowed to to sort of get get a feel for things. Um, I, I still think. Uh, as Ryan said, there he is. Um, he could do with more time uh, in Double A, really, to 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 work out all of his stuff. The, the the challenge, though, is is if we do that, you're right. It's it's a three man rotation, and then and then scraps for the the the, the other yeah. two slots. I think I, I'm not hundred percent sure. I agree that the best role for Vince is in the bullpen. I do think though it is for, uh, for short starts. Um, and, and if, if we wanted to use Vince as a starter, uh, then if you've got more confidence going to your bullpen, um, knowing that the next day Aaron Nola's on the mound, then, uh, that is a, you know, I, I think personally allowing Vince to pitch the first couple of innings, uh, and then move through the bullpen in, in the afterwards. Yeah. Uh, especially if you've got some some good long men in the bullpen. That 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 I think is a better use of him because I'm not sure coming out of the bullpen late in a game, he's got the kind of impact that clearly with these hundred mile an hour uh, fastball throwers that that have been brought into the team that 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 is the strategy. Vince can't do that, uh, and that's not not his. Um, uh, the, the best use of him. So I, I, I agree not to try and get seven innings out of out of Vince Velasquez. I, th- I hope that experiment has 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 ended now. It, it's really just a question of whether um, the Phillies can 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 pick up a a fifth starter in a you know in a yeah. in a in a trade or, or 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 work something out. But it of of as I said right at the start of all of the areas. If I look at the Phillies depth chart the back end of that rotation is the bit that leaves me um, mm. nervous. I hope something comes up, but I, I, at the moment it's a difficult call what, what it's likely to be, unless it is that Spencer Howard suddenly um, starts to seriously deliver. But I, I think they will try and take a sort of longer uh, approach with him. That's interesting points. First of all, Spencer Howard, yeah, you're right. It's, it's uh, Again, I'm looking forward to Caleb working with him. Because the biggest issue for me was with Spencer is that he, he you know, in the minors, he was still, he was going nine, eight innings and yeah. pitching still in the, in the high 90s. 
that completely dropped in the majors. He was mid to low 90s by the fifth, sixth inning. So velocity dip was slight issue. But again, Caleb working with him, I am really confident. And I'm still big on Spencer Howard. And I, I do believe that we will get that potential that we've seen in the minors out of him. Uh, Vince, is an, that's an interesting one, saying coming out the bullpen. Um, yeah, so, you, so you, you'd rather use him as like what the Rays do and have that opener scenario, put him in for two free innings and then and then get him out and then sort of have a bullpen, a bullpen game. Yeah, I, I, I would. And for him to know that he's only expected to pitch. I agree with that. I agree with that. Vince needs, I said it, I've said it a couple of times, Vince needs to know his role because he just doesn't look, if he's, if he's unsettled, he, he looks even worse, you know, because he, he's had moments we've been in the bullpen starter, in the bullpen starter. He just, he looks confused. <laughs> he just, he needs to be given that, you're right, that set role, because this will be his last year. It still talks to him being traded this off season, actually, as, as of an hour ago, there was murmurings of Vince is going to be on the trade block. Um, who knows what's going to happen? This is, this is actually quite fun. You know, the Phillies are, are being aggressive now. They're, they're getting going and, there's, there's, the Phillies are uh, unusually linked and rumoured in a lot of speculation at the moment, which is unlike the Phillies. Usually these things come out the bank, out the blue, out the sky. But actually, we're being, we're being linked with a, quite a few. Ryan, there's still some good free agents, starters, on the, on the free agents list. Uh, judging by the free agency so far, there's been some really good deals. You know, we could still pick up Paxton, Odorizzi at, at a good price. Would you, would you welcome them both in? Or either or? Well, yes, although um, <laughs> I think they're going to be quite expensive, as I said, and I, I just I don't see it. I mean, James Paxton's a, a glorious pitcher. He does have his own injury problems, um, He, but he is a very, very good major league pitcher with lots of experience and has probably worked with Girardi, I would have thought, before in, in New York. So, yeah, um, yeah but I, I just don't see the Phillies um, being able to, to do that at this moment in time, and I I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing. As I said, they've, they've they've picked up Matt Moore, who, yeah, it's not the sort of signing that's going to get anyone excited. I understand that, but he did pitch eighty-five innings in Japan um, in Japan last year. Um, he pitched well. He he struggled in the back end of his major league career, which is obviously why he sort of left and and went abroad. But listen. He's fit, he's healthy, he's another guy, even if he starts in AAA, he's another guy that, that can actually give you a little bit of volume, even if they wind up using him in that sort of mm. three-inning, four-inning role, either at the start of games or in the middle of games that aren't quite going very well. Injuries are bound to happen as the season starts, and there's nothing more valuable than having at least three or four arms that you can dependably turn to and say, Come and give me something close to major league average innings, please, because we need it. <laughs> yeah, I, I think, absolutely. Yeah, yeah I, that and, would be what I'd say. And I, I trust Dave Dombrowski and Matt Fold and the, the job they're doing. I, I like the moves they've made so far. They've got, as I said, Caleb Kaufman, who's one of the best pitching coaches around. This, this seems to be. And what a contrast from November, where I, I couldn't have been lower on the Phillies ever as a fan. I was. I was just, I felt lost that the season was brutal. We'd lost at the time JT and Diddy and we, you know, Clentac was still there. I just felt so bad. And now I'm, I'm, you know, I'm trying to keep my feet on the ground, but you know me, I, I, I'm starting to lose myself again. I'm starting to really believe. 
Um, uh, Trevor Story trade is 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 starting to become. I don't know. The rumors are gathering pace. Richard Trevor Story. There was something yesterday I saw on Twitter. Story trade for Stott, Segura, and uh, and Abel. Would you would you make that trade? Would you would you pull the trigger on that? I I, I, I I'm not convinced that a uh, that the Phillies have got the depth in their organization to be trading multiple prospects to to to, to bring people in, and I'm I'm not a hundred percent convinced that um, uh, that that would be the right move if it was. I I think um, that the obvious uh, trade pieces that the Phillies have are you know um are probably more likely net in a year's time mm-hmm. um i think it's interesting for example that 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 um Didi's come in on a two-year deal there is a there is a phenomenal class of free agents coming on the market in a year's time uh, and having someone like Didi in on with a year left uh, as a potential trade piece uh, that that feels very much like why you know why he's on a a, a two-year deal to me. I, I think, um, uh, as Ryan said, I think the um, uh, the Matt Moore trade is kind of indicative of of, of what we're going to see. Uh, it'll be it'll be kind of um, the, uh, uh, the, the 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 front office equivalent of small ball <laughs> as we yeah. as we try and just just, just flesh this out. Um, but I think. Um, if there were to be a trade, um, I think starting pitching has to be the 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 place that they would go to. Look, there's been talk about Trevor Story. Been, uh, you know, Jackie Bradley Jr. has been talked about as well. Mm-hmm. Um, to, and Otto, to sort of Otamendi do, as well, yeah. Yeah, to do that role in, in, in centre field. All of them would be good. You know, would you know, would it would it strengthen the team? Absolutely. Um, I am not sure we're going to see it though. Uh, because I think this is this is kind of a this is an odd year in which which uh, clearly not get thrown in the towel. We've signed Didi and JT, kept them on, but equally um, we're not uh, going for broke. Uh, and so I think uh, that we we aren't going to see too many moves. St- starting pitching would be where I'd go. Ryan, are you as well? Would you would you pull the trigger on a story trade, or would you again like Richard? Let's just focus on that pitching now. Okay. If story's available at the sort of level that Aaron um, Arch was, yeah, yeah, then yeah, uh, I think I would, but I'm not, I'm not convinced that the Phillies are there. I'm not, I, I do agree with what Rich says in terms of organizational depth. Having said that, signing someone like Story at this moment in time, when you've got Bryce Harper and, and you've got Alec Baum and Real Muto, that might be the move that actually takes the Phillies from very average to definitely above average. So would I do it? I probably would. I don't think they will. They've just signed D.D. Gregorius. Um, Segura's owed some money and he's on the team. I don't really think the Rockies would be keen on taking Segura back in any deal without it becoming very expensive. Um, And therefore, I don't think this is the moment that they're going to do it. Um, and that and that's cool. And that's cool. And and to say wh- whether Jackie Bradley Jr. would improve the Phillies, I don't really think he would. I wouldn't be giving up anything for Jackie Bradley Jr. personally. Um, I don't see why Scott Scott Kingery could easily have a much better season than Jackie Bradley Jr. this season. Um, I'm not entirely convinced that Jackie Bradley Jr.'s 
anything that the no. Phillies need right now. Not with Adam Hasley and Roman Quinn, and, and there are options. I, mean, I wouldn't be selling anything to sign. And of course, if we, if we did get story, we could push Bohm to first and put Reese in outfield as well. Just, you know, it's just a... It's a, it's a <laughs> There's <laughs> a, 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 a lot of dominoes. There's a lot of dominoes that could that could fall and could happen for the Phillies. Um, friend of the show and former guest Cole Irvin has also this evening been uh, sent. Well, he's been traded to the A's, which I believe is just for cash. So uh, I'd like to wish Cole all the best. He was a, a fantastic guest and a, a fantastic guy as well. And Cole, if you're listening, still gonna be rooting for you, buddy. All the best out in Oakland. Going back back home to California. Uh, and I really hope it is a bounce back season for him this season at the A's because uh, he's just a top, top guy rooting for you, buddy. Uh, that will create space for Diddy to come in. Um, McCullers has been muted as well. Uh, interesting, really interesting times ahead. I'm looking forward to seeing. I, I think you're both right. I think it'd be pitching next and I would be happy just now to focus on the pitching. Uh, Ryan, as it stands right now, I've got a question to both of you. I'll start with you, Ryan, first. As it stands right now, this is a beast of an LL East. Where would the Phillies fit in right now if this was the opening day roster? Um, Just to throw you in the deep end there. <laughs> uh, if, I, if I had to sort of, where are they going to finish in the division? Um, prob- probably third. I, I think they're probably still, still trailing the... Mets and the Braves um although I think it's within the realm of possibility sort of like that they could get themselves involved quite easily in second place um I'm not convinced by the Nats at this point I'm not I'm not a huge I'm, with you. Jo- I'm not right. a huge Josh Bell fan anyway so I wouldn't be getting overly excited you. about Josh Bell so um and the Marlins while they have lots they do they have their starting rotation is very exciting um Beyond that, their bullpen looks like an absolute train wreck, and their offense. I'm I'm sorry to sort of tell Pete, and I'll be no, nice I've told him. I, I've told I, him. I, Don't worry. The offense is fine over a 60 game period, um, but probably not over 162 games. Yep, and they've, they've been very static so far. Though they haven't done much. Um, Richard, you as well, buddy. What do you reckon? Uh, yeah, I, I completely agree with everything uh, Ryan's just said. I think if I was being uh, ultra pessimistic i you know i think it could be between uh the marlins and the phillies for for, for third but i i do think um the you know the the, the phillies offense is good enough that that as, as long as we uh the phillies have patched up their issues in the bullpen from last year they they, they should comfortably be ahead of ahead of the marlins but i i you know i you can't see that it, you it's it's got to be the case that the Braves and the Mets have the the, the strongest rosters in in yeah. the division. Unfortunately, no, I I agree. I agree with both of you absolutely. I think the Braves and the Mets, and who's not to say the Mets aren't done yet? You know, acquiring players. You know, I'm waiting for their their next moves as well. Um, you're right. I think we I I've got us down as third at the moment. I think we're not too far away, and a couple more good if we can get a good rotation piece, a couple more. Decent bullpen pieces are probably a little higher on them. I think we can definitely contend for a wild card spot in a playoffs place next season. But things are going to have to go right. There's a few ifs. Uh, healthy bullpen, reliable, more reliable bullpen, and our offense also maintaining what we had last season. Absolutely. Uh, I've got the, as it stands, I've got the Nationals just ahead of the Marlins. I've got Marlins at the back. 
not just to wind up peaks. I know you'll be listening, but mm-hmm. uh, you've been too static for me. And like that, that bullpen, I think is going to be the worst in division next season without a doubt looking at it. Uh, offensively doesn't, doesn't, I can't say too much because they've had our number for the last two seasons. So and there's no doubt they'll come back and haunt us this season. But uh, I think we're, I think we're contending for third and it, which in this league division is, 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 is a pretty good feat, especially we came from last season. Um, Ryan, Richard, anything else you uh, you want to? Any other final points you want to make? I think uh, the, the the one thing I'll be looking for for the Phillies uh, this year is for them to turn up in September because uh, I think uh, wherever wherever we think they might might finish at the end of the season, if they're kind of there towards the end of August, I might be be be, be slightly worried. We, recent seasons, the the, the sort of fall off in September has been a has been a a, a big concern, um, especially from you know from from a, a positions which which look quite promising. So um, I think um, that will be something else for uh, the uh, the new management to, to to look at how you keep them going for 162 games. Yeah, absolutely. Last season, just the last September. I, again, I think the offense went off, but that was mainly because the bullpen just. The offense just knew, as I said before, any lead they would get, the bullpen would blow, and then by the end, something it all looked broken and wrong. <laughs> you know, it just, the, it, the morale looked low. The even though we're still contending, even that even that Rays series, we just never looked in it. Uh, you know, the play, everyone looked fed up. I think it'd be a bit different this time round. Ryan, any final any final points there, mate? Oh man, I'm excited. I'm excited to see. I, I'm excited to see Alec Baum. I really am. Um, I, I that's the key. As I said earlier, that's the key cog for me. Um, because we can't just have Harper and Real Muto um, sort of doing all the heavy lifting. Heavy lifting. So um, I'm excited to see Hoskins, who who obviously has had um, a bit of an injury issue there, but actually what he did do last season what was although he's hot and cold, when he gets hot, he, he tends to um, be quite productive. So I'm excited to see the offense in general. Um, Zach Wheeler was ridiculous, wasn't he? Um, yeah, oh, yeah. I think hopefully he can keep up that ground ball rate. I'm excited to see Zach Eflin. And yeah, this is, listen, 162 games. It opens it back up. You, you're watching. Uh, that's the main thing I'm excited for a full season of baseball yes, yes. full season let's yeah. see who the really good teams are yeah it well said i'd say yeah I'm, I'm with you efflin i think efflin under caleb could make another step I, i'm really excited about zach efflin reese reese was on fire before he got that injury he was in fact it there's <laughs> no coincidence that we started to again drop away when reese got injured because he was magnificent, and but like you said, when he's cold, he's cold. When he's hot, he's hot. Um, yeah, I'm excited. I am. You know, we're nearly in February. Spring training is just around the corner. Uh, just over two weeks until pitchers and catchers report. Spring training games start on the 25th or 6th of February. Last weekend of Feb. I know that. It's nearly here, guys. We are nearly there. Baseball is on the horizons and the Phillies have now spent the second most money behind the Jays in this offseason so far. Uh, Dave Dombrowski said we're not done yet. So I look forward to see who's next. Who is next? 
Um, thank you for listening, guys. We've got a few more of these sort of fan shows coming up. I'm going to start building up to the new season with some YouTube shows. I'm going to try and get as many UK fans on as possible, get some competitions going, some giveaways going. Uh, so watch out for that very shortly. But uh, Richard, Ryan, thank you very much at very short notice for coming on, literally <laughs> half an hour's notice. Uh, so, uh, Richard, where can we find you on social media? Uh, I'm uh, Rich Wee on uh, Twitter and Instagram. Brilliant. And of course, Ryan, your many handles. <laughs> you can find me um, at Roto Tricks, talking about um, mainly fantasy baseball at the moment. And um, we currently just started up our British fantasy baseball podcast with Pete Pratt from Miami Marlins UK. So that's at Roto Brits. Um, and uh, yeah, come along. We're starting with first base rankings next week. I'll be listening, Ryan. I need every draft help I can get. The uh, MLB UK accounts draft is on the horizon, and uh, I can't be beaten. I think I came last last year. It's a big pull. It's a it's it's a twenty it's a twenty team pull. You know, it's it's big. All the UK team accounts. It's competitive, and you know, I can't make rookie errors like getting Austin Nolan instead of Aranola again. I I, I I I can't I can't make these drafting. These drafting rookie errors. Not again. Um, so we listening to that, guys. Yeah, definitely listen to that. We will see you very shortly as you build up to spring trading. But again, thank you for listening, guys. Please subscribe and give us a nice little rating if you've enjoyed what you've heard. And we'll chat soon, guys. Uh, from me, it's Ring the Bell. From Richard. Ring the Bell. Yes. And from Ryan. Ring the Bell. Yes. <laughs>